0: Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Wide Array of Sports Takes. I'm Andrew DeStefano. You can find me at SportsGuru716 on Twitter or at thewidearrayofsportstakes.wordpress.com. I post daily fantasy football content, hockey content at the moment. When NASCAR's going on, I post NASCAR content. When League of Legends is going on and in full swing, I post esports content. Um, So, if you like this, I do post daily podcasts and posts. So. Come back tomorrow if you enjoy it if you have any criticism please tell me so i can better make my episodes so more people come back for more content so as i said monday today i would give out my fantasy injury report i would go over the injuries of the week and what you should do about it there are some significant ones here um Tyler Murray is probably going to play, but he is banged up. Julio Jones, I said a few weeks ago, people should trade him. Um, If you haven't traded him yet because you're really relying on him, you have to understand once he looks healthy, trade him because he is coming back banged up every week. And he's never going to get fully 100% before the end of the year. And it's going to cost you. You have a chance to have a top 10, 15 wide receiver in return. For a guy that you don't know if he's going to play or not. I mean, you could take advantage of somebody with Julio Jones right now if you wanted to. Baltimore, like I said yesterday, um, Ingram and Dobbins are out because of COVID. So that means Gus Edwards becomes the um, standard back and Justice Hill becomes the PPR back. Whether they run the ball a lot is up in the air but those are the options as a result if they do play because more players test positive every day for Baltimore. Mark Andrews is also questionable, but he should play. John Brown is not practicing after the bye week. That's concerning. I don't know if he's going to play or not this week if he's not practicing after having a whole week off for the Bills. So I would steer clear John Brown this week both Chicago Bears quarterbacks are hurt. I would not start Tyler Bray. I would definitely look to a guy like Kirk Cousins, which leads me to Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's out for the season, obviously, and maybe out all next year. For this year, because Burrow is, was a quarterback two, a solid quarterback two, you may want to look at Kirk Cousins as your quarterback two. Four out of the last five weeks, he's had more than 20 points. That is good enough for a quarterback two. In the instance that you need to go there. Otherwise, you're looking at guys like Andy Dalton, Drew Locke, uh, Nick Mullins, Joe Flacco, and you're getting into disgusting territory where you are not going to get reliable, consistent play, and you'll lose probably because of it. Detroit, DeAndre Swift got hurt last week um, after I had this list out, so it's out now. He's got a concussion. I don't know if he'll play Thursday. We'll have a better idea today if he plays tomorrow. D.J. Hawkinson will probably play. Marvin Hall wasn't very, like, important to begin with in terms of, like, fantasy football. Um, With Galladay being hurt, he became more relevant. Now he's hurt. So Quintez Cephas is the guy. I don't think you should look there. I think you should go to waivers and find what's available. Randall Cobb and Kenny Stills both got hurt. For the Texans, Randall Cobb is probably out a significant amount of time. Stills might play this week. If not, Kiki Cootie is definitely the guy that you should pick up. In years past, he's come in for Will Fuller and done a fine job as the number three and number two in Houston. Actually, shoot, I forgot about Brandon Cooks when I was doing this. Completely overlooked Brandon Cooks. So Randall Cobb and Kenny Stills are the three and four, and Cootie was the five. So Cootie becomes a three again. And in years past, he's been solid in that position. So he should do fine for Houston. Phillip Rivers is banged up, but he'll probably play. He's never missed a game, even with a partially torn ACL. He's not going to miss a game over a toe. Adam Thielen's on the COVID list. It's going to be very hard to replace him because he is a top 15 wide receiver with top 10 targets. Um, You look at... uh, Missy Johnson, he is going to get the snaps and targets. I mean, do that or you, I mean, I guess a tight end option here. You could look at Irv Smith this week. I think he is the better of the two between him and Rudolph when it comes to pass catching ability and there's going to be targets that have to go somewhere. So it's going to go to Johnson and Irv Smith. Patriots, Rex Burkhead is out for the year. He was the PPR option. Um, he overtook James White somehow this year, which is weird because James White's been a solid guy for what feels like a decade. And I had him on my list yesterday because he had six receptions this past week. And it was because Rex Burke had got hurt and he is out. So James White becomes the only real PPR option for them. Damian Harris is not that guy. Sonny Michelle is not that guy. It's um It's going to be James White for them. The Jets, P. Ryan's out. Um, That sucks. I mean, all these injuries suck, but that sucks. The Jets, Frank Gore becomes the lead guy again. And, I mean, as a Bills fan, I know that Frank Gore cannot handle those carries anymore. And he is going to be the guy. And, I mean, I don't know how long he lasts before he's averaging like three yards a carry or less. The Jets were already very bad. And P. Ryan at least offered a little bit of a home run ability and a, a PPR option for them. And now he does not, I mean, Frank Gore does not do that. Josh Adams does not do that. This is an opportunity for a really young player or a player that hasn't had an opportunity around the league that's sitting on a practice squad to get playing time is with the Jets this year with um, this these injuries. Pittsburgh Juju is banged up. Um, he'll probably play tomorrow, but if I was an owner, I would expect him to have less than what's projected. I mean, they have so many wide receivers, so if he's hurt, I mean James Washington becomes more of an option for them. And Juju just becomes a decoy. With Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson also, like there's too many guys to throw the ball to. So when a guy comes up lame, I mean he'll play, but he's not the Game plan, Greg Olson. If you're relying on Greg Olson, you are in trouble. Um, This almost almost only helps you that Greg Olson's out for the season. Do not. I mean, if you want Will Disley or Jacob Hollister, you can go with that. I mean, Olson was only a matchup-based tight end at this point, in my opinion. So it's just one less option for matchup-based Russian roulette at tight end. Don't. I mean, you go Schultz. I said yesterday. He's had a very good season um, as a tight end, too. Pretty consistent. San Francisco, probably the most injured team in football. Um, Brandon Ayuk is back on the COVID list last week uh, on Friday. So, I mean, will he play this week? Hopefully. If he doesn't, Kendrick Bourne is probably the guy for for them. Um, you've got um, Jarek McKinnon. Derek McKinnon's also hurt after playing. But that's the thing. These guys are coming back banged up. Like Raheem uh, Mostert might come back this week. Like Mostert is not 100% either. Tevin Coleman, like Jamichael Hasty, Like these guys are not coming back 100%. And they just keep getting hurt again right away because they're forcing themselves back in there. The 49ers have to take an L on the season and just tank like they did a couple of years ago. Get a good pick. You guys are too hurt. I mean, Austin Walter, good for him. He's going to get an opportunity. But he's the sixth running back when you actually look at this team right now. They're that banged up. Lastly, Washington. Terry McLaurin, top 15 wide receiver. He'll probably play. um, You will have to make an early commitment because he does play tomorrow on Thanksgiving at noon. So he plays the first game of the year. Of the, you know, first game of the weak but he's good and um it's going to be hard to replace him and i mean he's the only guy for washington really that has pizzazz and with that i mean you kind of you got to play him washington's got to play him or they're just you know losing but losing might win that division so really it's it's a, it's a mess so in recap i mean I kind of have. I think there's 23 names here. So if you want to look at them again for yourself, they're on my on my uh, WordPress. I've got you know options maybe that you could add off of these teams themselves, like Julio Jones if he doesn't play, Russell Gage and you know Michael P, P-, uh, P- Ryan and Frank Gore things like that. Um, yeah, so that's my injury report. And now I will continue my 31 NHL teams in 31 days. With the Florida Panthers, um, Florida does not look that good. You know, they they have room to improve. Let's put it that way. I have them 24th, one ahead of the Sabres. And looking at this team, I think the only reason I do that is because of question marks. Now, they had a lot of additions this, this offseason. They added um, six players, five through free agency, and they traded for Patrick Hornquist. Now, Hornquist. Becomes their top right winger immediately. They, you know, they're 27th in cap efficiency. Because the guys they added were not impact guys last year. Excuse me. Um, Pinostroza, for what he's worth. I mean, that was an okay contract. It was better than most. Radko Gudas the same way. Alex Wenberg had a really bad year last year. So he's, I mean, the contract doesn't look that good when you look at how he did last year. Can he perform better maybe in the setup I have here? I think there's a possibility for that. But guys like Verhege and Lomberg, I mean, I think they are limited options. And I don't think um, they help Florida that much. I mean, looking at this team Noel Achari is the number two center. I mean, yes, you could say Hinostróza can play center, Bragee can play center. Um, you know, Borgstrom can play up, Lindell can play up. But for the sake of this, right now, this is the depth chart is how I see it. Um, I don't know if Achari can do twenty goals again. And I mean, behind between Vetrano and Connolly, that is not a good second line. I I, I mean, this is not good. It's, I mean, it's worse than Buffalo, but looking at their bottom six, okay? So Borgstrom, young, unproven. Lundell, rookie, 18 years old. Tippett, young, rookie. That's where this, in Wenberg, with his off year last year, and, you know, we don't know what that means. There's unknowns in this bottom six, for sure, at those spots. And I think with that, comes an ability to improve. Like right now at the base, they are 25th. Fourth. so that twice it's 24th. So do they have room to be like 20th? Probably. I don't think they have enough room to make the playoffs, not in the Atlantic division. So with that, I think this is kind of like they're in the twenty to twenty fourth range and they're only going to get better. Like this is, you know, the opportunity for the young guys to get better. Even at the AHL level. Um Sorella and Ljusdreinen, L- I mean, I, I don't know how to say this guy's name. These two guys are probably going to push for a role on this team. I mean, they'll be first call-ups, even they love Finns and I love Finns, but like these guys will push for spots, but there's too many one-way contracts up here in the the Panthers like game day roster to really like force a role, but they will try to compete for one. Um, if Lindell comes up and is not ready, I could see one of these guys making the team. Um, same thing with Borgstrom because Borgstrom has struggled at the AHL level sometimes. I mean, there's some, there's a lot of young guys that they can play in the bottom six, and I think that leaves them with an opportunity to improve especially with a guy like Wenberg, if he's between two guys like Lindell and Tippett, that provides him an opportunity to have an offensive line that can play like third line minutes. I mean, fourth line minutes, because I think this third line of Verhage, Borgstrom, and Henestrosa is more of a shutdown line. You could say, oh, switch Borgstrom and Achari, but Achari is their second best center right now. Defensemen, it's all veterans. Strauman is their seventh best defenseman after adding Gudas, in my opinion. Um, they don't have many left-sided defensemen. You could put Strauman in the top six, play him on his offside. Um, for the sake of this, I don't do that. I do it based on what position they are. Stillman is their third best left defenseman. They really don't have that many left defensemen down in um, the minors either. I think like Tommy Cross might be the next best left defenseman, and that's very bad, a career AHLer. So, Keeper and Prisky are the first two call-ups. Goalies, Bobrovsky, pretty much, we know who what he is. He had an off year last year. Um, big money. We'll see if he can perform. Dredger did okay in uh, backup role. Montembeau still has room to improve as a rookie, and he'll be the starter in the AHL with an opportunity to, you know, Improve and get playing time to maybe take over this role from Bobrovsky when Bobrovsky's contract eventually ends or they buy him out because that is a terrible contract. So, yeah, the Panthers I have 24th. Um, I think they have room to improve with this bottom six and their top call ups. Um, You know, there's a lot of young pieces there that eventually you hope that would play in the top six in a couple of years, but right now cannot because they're so young. You know, their veteran D should help them get through games and try and win three to two um, and then get games to overtime because Bobrovsky is good enough to get them there. So if you like this, please share it, retweet it, um, message me if you did like it. Or if you have any criticism, like I said in the beginning, I like criticism. I'll take criticism. I don't care um, what you got to say, you know, good, bad. Otherwise, I just want to hear it. Um, and I'll be back tomorrow with, I think the LA Kings is my 31 and 31 and my fantasy rankings that have to be out before 11 because of the Thanksgiving game. So thank you for listening. And I hope that you're back tomorrow for more content.